You know, All Saints Day that we celebrate today is one of my favorite liturgical feasts. It's a very cultural Catholic, pretty much Catholic school reality. Growing up in Catholic schools, it meant some stress, particularly from my mother, as she helped us pick saints, dress like them, do a report on them, and be ready to speak about them if we were chosen at Mass. Eventually, in a large family, we just traded saintly identities from year to year, like boys uh, trading baseball cards. One year, I went to St. Gregory the Great, complete with a piece of parchment paper that was supposed to be a page of Gregorian chant or a papal crozier and the papal hat that is known as a mitre that was way too tight and left a ring around my head. I called it a halo at the end of the day. Wearing that costume, though, was exhausting. We had a picture of me standing on the playground with my head, hand on the top of my mitre because, uh, mitre because it was a windy day. In fact, it was just made of poster board and staples, got caught in the wind and ended up down the street from the playground in a pile of wet leaves. Mom was just annoyed that we couldn't recycle it. How could I ever be a saint if I couldn't even keep the hat on, much less putting on Christ? But I was also impressed that in addition to St. Gregory the Great, there were always children dressed in rich, as rich saints, like the heiress and philanthropist St. Catherine Drexel or St. Helena, the mother of the Emperor Constantine, and poor saints like St. Bernadette Subaru of Lourdes. Every year there was a child dressed as the young altar server St. Dominic Savio, or the little flower St. Therese of Lisieux. There were also saints like St. Patrick, who records, records indicate lived until 106 years old. Most times these students wore smelly baby powder on their head to get, make for the gray hair. There were students dressed as great warriors like St. Joan of Arc or the Archangel Michael and peacemakers like St. Francis of Assisi. There were kids dressed as great organizers of charity like St. Vincent de Paul or a parent like St. Elizabeth Seton or great scholars like St. Thomas Aquinas and simple parish priests like St. John Vianney. Yes, it was a rich, saintly scene at St. Ambrose School every year that reflected the fabric of the universal church and communion of saints. Every era has saints, as does ours. The struggle may change, but the heroes are still among us in the church. It's part of Catholic teaching that all of us, all of us are called to be saints. Yet most of us don't take that very seriously. Most of us think that saints are special people, and we can never be like them. There's this widening gap. Honestly, many of us think that we can, if we can just make it into the lower realms of heaven, maybe even into purgatory, we'll be satisfied. Of course, the danger of a feast like All Saints Day is that we these tremendously saintly examples seem to be so much greater than we are. How can we ever measure up? But the, that would be terribly missing the point. Bishop Robert Barron recently wrote, All Saints Day emphasizes the universality of the call to sanctity. If you isolate a saint, given a given saint such as Francis of Assisi or Thomas Aquinas, they seem to be so beyond us. But remember that All Saints Day emphasizes not only canonized saints, but also the ordinary people, 
forgotten to history, who God remembers as saintly. And it reminds us that being a saint is the ordinary goal of Christian life. Everything in the church, preaching, scriptures, sacraments, the Eucharist, everything is meant to conduce to the place where we become saints. Each and every one of us has received the call to holiness through our baptism. And it is the task of each of us to respond to that with all our hearts. We're also given the gift of the Holy Spirit as at our confirmations, or we will receive it at your confirmation. And the fact that we have the same Spirit means there is no limit outside of our lack of obedience and docility to our potential response to God's call to be holy. Many believe that saints are people who never committed sins. Sometimes we falsely believe that this great communion of people were strong-willed, yes, but also humble and always pure and never losing their patience and who thought of themselves, never, never thought of themselves, but always thought of God and others. And that's hogwash. That kind of implies that the saints were saints from the cradle onward and doesn't give them credit for the hard work to sanctify their lives. So we can't say that somebody was born a saint. Rather, they became a saint. They underwent a conversion of heart, which results in the change of life. And for most of the saints, this didn't happen overnight. Rather, it was the result of a long and painful, lifelong struggle. The change of heart that we call conversion, which every saint underwent, is very clearly seen in the lives of some of the greatest saints of the church, such as St. Francis of Assisi, who was a warrior until he was injured, very worldly, and then he became a great saint. St. Augustine, who wrote his confessions, a great sinner that became a saint. St. Paul, who persecuted Christians, became one of our greatest examples. And all of them, at some point in their lives, just like we do, heard the words of Jesus, repent and believe in the good news. I have a friend who is a Protestant minister who takes exception to our tradition of saints. He says that the only person we should look toward is Jesus. And I tell him he's wrong, for we need all kinds of examples to make it ourselves along the way to eternal life. That's why the lives of the saints, the little ones as well as the great, are such a great challenge to us. I can't read about them without experiencing a great call to conversion myself, a call to rethink basic attitudes of life, to redefine my goals, to confront my sinfulness, and open myself more fully to God's love and mercy. After reading the lives of the saints, we see that we could, what we could be if we are willing to take the risk of total self-surrender to the love of God. Our excuse to remain as we are is, well, I'm only human. But to me, anyway, we should be thinking because we are human, we must strive for more. After all, we are made in the image and likeness of God, far superior to all the creatures of the earth. To become a saint is to get real. 
It means that the real me, which is hidden often under the layers of foolishness and sinfulness, finally emerges into the light. And all the hidden goodness and beauty that God has placed within me comes out for all to see. And it all starts with the great realization that God loves me. He sent his son to save me of my sins and wants to be in personal relationships with each of us as he was with all the saints. The saints were people who believed the good news of God's unconditional love and began to return his love and found their lives changed, not overnight, but through a gradual process of growth. Sometimes in our modern day, we don't like the word gradual. Some of us want something for nothing or quickly without having to work at it. As we work at becoming real, the saints can teach us how they discovered tremendous joy and freedom in doing the will of God. Another way to put it, the saints hold up a mirror for us. They force us to take stock about who we are and who God calls us to be in light of their example. In them, we can see what we are truly capable of. So let us turn to the saints today, most especially if we were named after a saint. I was named Richard Joseph, so I always pray to St. Joseph, praying a novena to him right now. Or pray to your confirmation saint. Mine was St. Anthony, because I always lost everything. And then later on, I found out he was a great preacher known as the Golden Tongue. Maybe I should ask for his intercession so I can preach better. Perhaps we can pick a few of them to read about today. Maybe all the saints that are found in our family history. Let us ask for the intercession of the saints that we will have the strength and fortitude to follow the paths that they trod.